The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hi, listeners. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host for Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. Uh, Today's episode is all about magnesium deficiency, which is so common today, as well as stress and cardiovascular problems. I have a special guest, and her name is Dr. Andrea Rosanoff, and I'm happy to have her on. I will be going over her bio And what I'll be doing is interviewing her the first part of the hour, and then I'd say about 30 to 40 minutes, and then the last part of the hour, I will be talking about hair mineral analysis and magnesium deficiency indicators on a hair test. I just wanted to let you know some exciting news. My show will now be aired on KFNX in addition to Voice America, and my show will air this Sunday on KFNX at 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Also, if you'd like to learn more about me, you can check out my two websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. You can check out my hair mineral analysis and coaching packages there. And also go to kristenharperspeaks.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com. That is my speaking website. I'm a health and wellness speaker. And also, if you'd like to sponsor my show, please reach out to me. You can send me an email at Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. It would be a great opportunity because it will benefit your business because we're reaching out to more and more people now since my show is now on two networks and also benefit my show so I can continue to get the information out to the world that's truly needed, and my show is opposite of mainstream. Also, another way that you can help out my show is go to butcherbox.com forward slash Kristen Harper Speaks. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N, Harper Speaks. You can go there to purchase some healthy meats, 100% grass-fed beef, and what's great is when you go there, they will ship the meat right to your front door. So today's episode is we're going to talk about Dr. Mildred Seelig's research on magnesium deficiency, stress, and cardiovascular problems. And Dr. Mildred Seelig was a famous magnesium researcher. She was an MD. And there's uh, articles that you can check out as well. Um, based on her research, and there's a few articles that I found at mgwater.com. One of her articles there is Magnesium Requirements in Human Nutrition, and also, and I believe that was uh, 1982. Also, there's others as well, 1994, Consequences of Magnesium Deficiency, And this is on the enhancement of stress response and then 1989 uh, cardiovascular consequences of magnesium deficiency. And she actually wrote a book, Magnesium Factor, along with Dr. Andrea Rosanoff. That's a wonderful book as well. And I wanted to uh, really bring up this topic today on magnesium because magnesium uh, deficiency is, is really common, which can cause many uh, symptoms. And I want I want to have experts health and health and wellness experts on my show. And um, Andrea definitely is an expert. And so let me go over her uh, bio here. Dr. Andrea 
Rosen Off, PhD is Director of Research and Science Information Outreach for the Center. In 1982, Dr. Andrea Rosenoff received her PhD degree in nutrition from the University of California at Berkeley. By the late 1990s, Dr. Rosenoff's hobby evolved into co-authorship with Dr. Mildred Seelig in the writing of The Magnesium Factor, a book on magnesium and heart disease, and from there to original research and publication in scientific journals. In 2005, Dr. Rosanoff formed the Center for Magnesium Education and Research, LLC. The center conducts research into all aspects of nutritional magnesium and attempts to inform the world of their findings. And it is definitely an honor to have Dr. Andrea Rosenoff on my show. Welcome. Thank you so much, Kristen. I'm delighted to be here. You are uh, welcome. And if you could let my listeners know, where are you presently located? Well, I'm in Hawaii. I live on the big island of Hawaii, which is in a rural community called Pahoa, Hawaii. And so we have the big island of Hawaii, and um, our island is geographically larger than all the other Hawaiian islands put together, but we only have a population of 180,000 people on the entire island. We have a lot of grass-fed beef grown here. We have a very healthy lifestyle, and the volcano is on our island, too. So I live in a really special, special place. Uh, It sounds wonderful, and I bet it's uh, beautiful there as well. I've never been to Hawaii, but um, if you could uh, let my listeners know more about your background, and we'll talk about Dr. Mildred Seelig later, but if you could let my listeners know about your background and why you have such an interest in magnesium. Okay, I would really love to. Um, when I, I did my bachelor's degree in biology, and then I did my master's and my Ph.D. in nutrition. And nutrition has several fields. You can study uh, energy or calories. You can study the vitamins. You can study the minerals. And I had a specialty in the minerals. Those are like calcium and magnesium and iron and zinc, for example. And so by 1982, when I finished up my doctorate at Berkeley, which is a very good institution in nutritional science and science research, I had learned really only three things about magnesium. I had learned, one, that it was deficiency was prevalent in alcoholics. Two, that deficiency in magnesium was very, very rare. And three, that magnesium deficiency really only occurred with general malnutrition. Now, uh, when around 1985, I had an opportunity to look up some research in magnesium because I was going to make a presentation. And I started looking through the research going direct rather than just to my class notes. And wow, was I surprised at what I found. There were several studies from all over the world showing that in areas where the soil magnesium was low and where the water magnesium was low, the deaths in those communities from sudden cardiac death were higher. And it wasn't just in one part of the world. It was in Japan. It was in Indonesia. It was in Africa. It was in the Western states. It was in the Americas. It was, it was all over. Widespread results on something about low magnesium was causing greater heart disease death, regardless of diets, regardless of race, regardless of culture. And so I became very, very interested and started reading up on magnesium. That was in 1985. And the more I read, the more interested I became. And now, of course, I am able to work on it. Starting in the late 90s, I was able to start working on it full-time as an independent scholar. And I find that it is, first of all, 
it's very, very low in the processed food diet. In traditional diets of, indi- of indigenous peoples and of farming communities that grow their own foods, magnesium deficiency is quite rare and the intakes are adequate and they're even high. But for people that are buying their foods at the store and they are buying chips and candies and sodas and crackers and processed foods, the magnesium intake goes down to a low level. In the traditional diets, the intake is around, oh, anywhere from 600 to 900 milligrams a day, usually. But in the modern food diets and the areas that eat the modern food mainly, they're in the 250 milligram per day range for everybody. Of course, there's a big variance there, but in the mean, it goes to show you how much lower our intakes are. And of course, I live in the United States and was raised in the United States, and we've been on the modern processed food diet longer than just about anybody. And so I grew up on the modern processed food diet, and I know how hard it is living in that kind of a culture to get a high magnesium or even adequate magnesium diet. And so what has happened is that we have been on this low magnesium diet for several generations now. And so uh, the girls grow up and they're a little bit lower in magnesium than their mothers were, and they get pregnant and have babies. Their babies are a little bit lower. Their milk's a little bit lower. Those kids grow up. They're a little bit lower. Each generation gets a little bit lower and a little bit lower. Well, what does this mean? It means, for one thing, heart disease. And you know, we have a lot of heart disease. And as the modern processed food diet grows globally around the world and more and more cultures have it as their diet, there's more and more of these chronic diseases. Heart disease, type 2 diabetes, more depression, more anxiety, that you even, it's just, it's a nutritional deficit. Now that's not everything. All of anxiety, there can be a lot of causes for anxiety. But, When you have a deficit in magnesium, it's very difficult to calm down even when everything in your life is good. What that means is, is magnesium is required for the stress reaction. When you have a big stress in your life, if you have enough magnesium in your stores, that's in your cell membranes, and in the membranes that are covering up your bones, or you grew up in an area where the magnesium was adequate because you had a lot of traditional foods, then you can cope with stress without it doing severe things to your health. You go through a stressful time when you need so much magnesium that the body takes the magnesium out of those storage areas and out of your tissues and gets them flowing in the bloodstream so that your body can respond to the stress and then you calm back down. But if you're low in magnesium stores without knowing it, you can run into a stressful situation and you can deplete your body of the magnesium it needs and you can start to go into a low magnesium state. And what happens then is you can have things anywhere from heart palpitations, higher anxiety, uh, sleepless nights, um, cramps in your legs and in your feet, low back pain, more hostility, you lose your temper more easily than you would if everything were all okay. And of course, the heart disease and even uh, sudden cardiac death, that's the most severe that would happen. And so it's a combination of a long life on processed food diets coupled with the genetics of the situation and your culture and the stresses that you're facing every day, these all come into play 
in our magnesium nutrition. Now, if we were all on our traditional diets with our high 600 to 900 milligrams a day, we, we wouldn't even know about this. So what I learned in college was very rare. Magnesium deficiency is very rare. Well, yes, that's true in a culture that's eating traditional foods. But in a culture that's eating more and more processed foods, I'm afraid that it's not rare. And, and it is perhaps a state of general malnutrition. Um, and so it gets complicated because, of course, we need 44 essential nutrients as human beings, both adequate amounts and in balanced amounts. And so I know really just about magnesium, and trust me, I study it all the time and have been since 1985, and I still feel like I have barely scratched the surface of this interesting topic. So magnesium, to me, is one of the most vital things for the world to know about. People raising their families, people taking care of their parents, people taking care of themselves, coping with the stresses of the world, and helping to try to select a healthy diet in the world that is getting more and more and more processed foods that are are right in front of you and they taste so great and they're so easy to pick up all the time. I am so glad you brought up these important points. I mean, magnesium is so important, especially a healthy diet. I'm so glad you brought that up. And what we need to do is go to a short break. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. I am interviewing Dr. Andrea Rosanoff. Please stay tuned, and we'll be right back. making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness expert, founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services, and speaker. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Thank you. 
listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. Good afternoon. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host for Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. I have been interviewing Dr. Andrea Rosanoff, and she actually worked with Dr. Mildred Seelig, and they wrote a book together called The Magnesium Factor, and we talked about how uh, magnesium deficiency is quite common, and Dr. Rosanoff Rosanoff talked about the importance of a healthy diet. We need to eat healthy to obtain magnesium and stay away from processed and junk foods, and it's also important to reduce stress because stress can uh, deplete magnesium, and I'll talk about this later at the second part of the hour, but... I'm a huge fan of meditation on a daily basis just to reduce stress, and there's other benefits. But I wanted to ask you, Dr. Rosanoff, about vigorous exercise. Those that run and do vigorous exercise, will that deplete magnesium as well? Well, if you, again, have adequate magnesium stores then exercise is wonderful. Vigorous exercise is wonderful. And uh, they have found that taking some magnesium supplements or having a good magnesium diet actually will enhance your performance with exercise. However, if you are low in magnesium chronically and your stores are low, or even if you have a good diet, and there was a period of stress in your past that depleted your stores and was never repleted back again, then vigorous exercise or a training for an exercise event can be bad for you because you're drawing on those magnesium stores that just aren't there. And that can bring on a low magnesium event anywhere from palpitations, uh, fatigue, or even, dangerously, sudden cardiac death. So it's really important that you have a feeling for yourself and look at your life. Could you possibly be low in your magnesium stores? What we're calling this now is chronic latent magnesium deficit, CLMD. And we don't know how many people have this. We do know that people with normal serum magnesium levels and even people with normal magnesium balance in research studies could appear absolutely normal, but when we give them an injection or an IV load of magnesium and we measure how much of that load they excrete in their urine, that they retain a lot of that magnesium load. They'll retain 20, 30, 40, or even more percent of it, even though everything appears normal. That's what we call having a chronic latent magnesium deficit. If you have one of these, then vigorous exercise can be dangerous. But if you don't, if you have adequate stores then vigorous exercise is really, really good for you. Okay, and I'm, and you, I'm glad you um, talked about the exercise. And um, I don't know how you feel about this, but this is just my approach just working with clients. I'm more of a fan of gentle exercise, especially mm-hmm. walking. That's just, mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 there's many benefits, but I'm more of a gentle approach. But how do you feel about gentle exercise as an alternative? The research that's out there on exercise and magnesium have shown us that it's the very strenuous exercise or the strenuous training, 
going into training for a marathon or for a race or something like that, that is when you can run into trouble if your stores are low. So I agree with you. Gentle exercise. Right, on, gentle, uh, gentle. Not on a big marathon level, you know what I mean, but on a oh, gen- yes. more gently, several yes. times a week, integrated into your life, then that is very, very good for you. What it tends to do is to mobilize the magnesium in the tissues and move them around to where uh, you most need them. And if you have a good magnesium intake, then that you can feel really assured that you are exercising not only your body, but all your blood vessels, all those little mm. muscles in your blood vessels and your capillaries and the little muscles and your nerve endings it's, uh, and getting everything moving around. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself. Right. And I, I wanted to ask you to, um, this is just based on hair mineral analysis research, but um, how do you feel about individuals that drink alcohol, if they're drinking alcohol, can that deplete magnesium from the body? Well, uh, we, it turns out that, of course, alcoholics do have very low magnesium levels because it depletes the magnesium. What they tend to do is excrete it in their urine. Uh, more so than a person who's not drinking alcohol. And this depletes them. In fact, most alcoholics, severe ones, they uh, can die of um, cirrhosis of the liver, which has a low magnesium implications, as also heart disease, which is also a low magnesium situation. Um, when people drink uh, very moderately, you know, a couple of glasses of wine a week or something like that, it tends to make their heart disease go down. And we think what it might be is in those cases, the people are relaxing enough. It's, um, they're calming down enough that without overdoing the alcohol, it's like your meditation you were talking about. When you calm the body down, then you're lowering the adrenaline, you're lowering the stress response, you're lowering how many nerves have to fire, you're lowering how many blood vessels have to expand and contract and expand and contract. You're relaxing all the muscles. And this is putting you into a state of low magnesium need. Whereas, of course, high exercise and a high response to stress is a time of high magnesium need. So when you have just moderate drinking, then we believe it's putting you into a time every day of low magnesium need, which makes whatever you're taking in with your diet that much better for you. The same thing can happen, of course, even better if you meditate every day and not have that alcohol. And that's what I prefer is just having people stay away from the alcohol, but just doing things to reduce stress, like meditation or going for walks out in nature, uh, deep breathing, getting your sunshine. But it sounds like just based on what you've said so far, reducing stress is so important. It is. And when you do these things, of course, you want to be gentle with yourself. I mean, all these things are lovely, lovely things to do. But I don't want people to get into this thing of, oh, I'm not doing this right and I, shouldn't wa- I should have walked today or I should have meditated today and then beating yourself up mentally on right. it. That's a stress. That's a stress. Be kind to yourself if you possibly can. Tell yourself, well, that's okay. It's okay. We'll just take a little time and sing a song inside our head or whatever. And just try to be kind and gentle to yourself at the same time. And don't get mad at yourself because you live in a society where it's hard to have a really great diet. And it's hard to meditate sometimes every day. It's hard to live a calm lifestyle. Don't make it worse by beating yourself up. Yes, I agree. I mean, there's some people that can change over to a healthy lifestyle very quickly. There's other people it takes a lot of work and it mm-hmm. takes mm-hmm. it takes baby steps, but it's important to love yourself and yes. and not beat yourself up like you said. So, can you tell my audience stats? I want to know stats for the United States of how common magnesium deficiency is. Okay. Well, according to the intakes, and when we compare them to the RDA, which is the recommended daily 
allowance that is set by um, the NIH, um, then it looks like about 68% of the people are getting below their requirement for magnesium. But these numbers really, I think, are underestimated, and I'll tell you why. For one thing, they were done up when the standard body weight was 134 pounds for a woman and I believe 154 pounds for a male. And since that time, that was 1997, there's been an epidemic of rising overweight and rising obesity, not only in, in the country of the United States, but globally. This is a global phenomenon and is happening in all the uh, areas of the world that I've said before um, are moving into the modern way of living. And so our requirements just on body weight alone, because magnesium into, uh, requirement goes up with body weight, uh, those requirements are higher by about 100 milligrams a day than that estimate I told you before where they came up with 68%. And the other thing about it is, is that 68% came with an RDA from research that was done more modern, um, and they didn't count an awful lot of the older studies that, in fact, Dr. Mildred Selig reviewed and put together in that article you were talking about, the human magnesium nutrition requirement. And what she did was to take several studies, and she came out with a requirement for magnesium that's much higher than the one we have now. And the reason is, is because she took in the concept of stress, which the new one does not, and she took into it the concept of calcium intake, which the new one does not. And it turns out that calcium and magnesium have to be balanced. If you have too much calcium and too little magnesium, you can run into trouble. In fact, it makes your magnesium deficit worse. Likewise, if you have low calcium and very high magnesium intake, then it's going to make your calcium deficit worse. They need to be balanced as well as adequate. And in the United States, and I don't know about the other countries on the modern processed food diet. I'm trying to gather numbers on that. But in the United States, um, we have a calcium to magnesium ratio of about 3 to 1, a little bit higher. And the recommended level is only 2 to 1. We really want to get two, you know, about 2 ounces of calcium intake for every 1 ounce of magnesium intake in our diets including both our foods and any supplements or minerals from water that we might have. Now, two is healthy. And we now know that above about 2.7, if you get that, it tends to enhance the expression of some genes for cancers in certain people when you get above 2.7. And our whole country, adults, are above three and have been since around 2000, 2001. So, what does that mean? It means that our magnesium requirement is really higher than the RDA. The RDA as it currently is set does not account for the weight gains that we've had. It does not account for the high calcium intakes that we have, and it doesn't count for the high levels of stress that we experience. Whereas the work that Mildred Selig did back in, I think it was 1964 or 65 when she published, her work did. And if we take her requirement level, first of all, it is much more like the traditional diets that we see around the world. And two, the number of people then that are below their magnesium required goes up into the 80 to 90% range. So I hope that isn't too complicated and that answers your question. Thank you. You're um, providing such uh, valuable information. And so we need to go to a short break. And then after the break, I have maybe about five minutes with you. And I just want to learn 
more about Dr. Mildred Seelig's research, how you first met both of you, Matt, and then how my listeners can get a hold of you if they want to learn more about your research, Dr. Seelig's research, and just more about magnesium deficiency in general, more about magnesium. So we have about five minutes with you, and then I'll have you go. So if listeners, we're going to a short break. This is radio show host Kristen Harper. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. And my special guest today is Dr. Andrea Rosenoff. And we'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness expert, founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services, and speaker. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. Hi, this is Kristen Harper, radio show host for Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. My special guest is Dr. Andrea Rosanoff. We've been talking about magnesium and uh, magnesium deficiency being so common. And so I only have about five minutes with you left. So if you could just please uh, talk about how you and Dr. Mildred Seelig met, any important information about her research, and then how my listeners uh, can get in touch with you to learn more about your research, Dr. Seelig's research, and, and more about magnesium. Okay, I'd love to. Um, after I had learned about magnesium, I was out working in the corporate world, and I was at a conference one time about environmental health and uh, minerals in the environment, and they had Dr. Mildred Selig as a keynote speaker, and she was wonderful. And I met her just briefly at that, but I was so impressed with her. Well, years later, when I realized I needed to write this book about magnesium and let the people know about the research in magnesium, I remembered her, and I called her on the phone. She was in Tennessee, and I called her on the phone and said, I wanted to interview her for the book, 
And she was so kind and she's so good. And she said, oh, I've always wanted to write a book for the lay public. Why don't we do it together? And I was so thrilled. I said, absolutely. And she and I worked on that and she became my mentor. And I learned so much because she had been studying magnesium for over 40 years. She was really a pioneer. She was a medical doctor. And she discovered early on that magnesium was important in heart disease and cardiovascular disease. And she knew people all over the world who researched magnesium. And she got people to study magnesium. She also discovered the link between magnesium and stress. And one of the best papers that was ever written was written by Dr. Mildred Selig about magnesium and stress. And she also went through and pulled all the human studies she could to say what is the real requirement of human beings for magnesium. And she took into account all the things that impact that need of humans for magnesium. And she laid it all out. It's still one of the best papers that's out there. And so... She and I worked together until her dying day, and on her dying day, she was on the operating table saying, you better get me out of here because I'm going to a magnesium conference. (laughs) She was at it to the very moment. She was an absolutely phenomenal, kind, loving, wonderful physician, and she loved people, and she showed that love through her knowledge and trying to give health to the entire world through her research. She was just terrific. Anybody who ever runs into any of her work, she's just the best. She wrote a couple of books, actually. They're excellent. And if anybody ever wants to learn more about Dr. Selig or they want to get in touch with me and learn about our research, please go to our webpage. It's www.com magnesiumeducation.com and if you need to reach me personally there's a place for contact us you can write an email and I'll get it and um, I don't often I'm not a physician but I do research and we try to answer people's questions and we try to provide this kind of information for people about magnesium and so I hope it's been helpful to your listeners there's so much to know about this wonderful nutrient but remember it's just one of 44 essential nutrients and you need them all and you need them in balance for your to optimize your health Yes, um, absolutely. Minerals are so important. They're the spark plugs of life. And I really appreciate you being on my show. You're a wealth of knowledge. And it's definitely an honor. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Kristen. You take care. My best wishes to you. Thank you very much. Okay, listeners, and that was Dr. Andrea Rosanoff. And uh, it was uh, wonderful to have her on. She provided some wonderful information about magnesium. So what I wanted to do this the last 10 minutes or so is talk about hair mineral analysis. This is my background and just wanted to let you know that magnesium deficiency is actually one of the most common mineral imbalances seen on a hair test. And some of the indicators of magnesium deficiency include a high calcium-magnesium ratio, and that was one indicator that Uh, Dr. Rosanoff talked about that the calcium-magnesium ratio has to be in balance, and this ratio is the blood-sugar ratio. And also, if you have a low magnesium level on your hair test. Now, a hair mineral analysis tests for minerals as well as toxic metals. And I do love hair mineral analysis because hair analysis and the Increase Your Vitality program recommendations brought my health back into balance. And I had health issues when I was a child and tried many things out there to get my health back. And nothing helped me until I discovered hair analysis. So I I really, hair analysis provides a lot of information about your body chemistry. So a low magnesium level is associated with a deficiency. A high sodium-potassium ratio is an indicator of magnesium deficiency. And this is the a high sodium-potassium ratio is a primary indicator of stress response. And Dr. Andrea Rosanoff talked about that. It's important that we reduce stress because if we have high stress, what that can do is that can actually 
uh, deplete uh, magnesium, okay, that can increase the magnesium burn rate. And then also another indicator is a high sodium-magnesium ratio on hair analysis. So magnesium deficiency is quite common, and it's important that we are reducing stress, doing our meditation, going outside, going for walks, being in nature, getting our sunshine, doing our deep breathing. And I do recommend uh, stop drinking alcohol, and we need to eat healthy Uh, Dr. Rosanoff talked about the importance of eating healthy and staying away from junk food. We need to eat healthy. And what's really important is eating foods that are rich in magnesium, such as green leafy vegetables. That is important. And I do believe we should be eating vegetables at every single meal. And... Also, I do believe in gentle exercise. That is really important. So the high calcium-magnesium ratio is an indicator of magnesium deficiency. And what is quite common is having excess calcium in our American diet. That can actually fuel the calcium-magnesium ratio. So a lack of magnesium in our diet is problematic. So it's important that you get a test done, you see where your mineral ratios are at, where your mineral levels are at, and then you follow program recommendations to balance your body chemistry, eating healthy, taking your nutritional supplements, and more to balance the mineral ratios on a hair test, to balance the mineral levels. Another cause of magnesium deficiency can be due to high copper, and copper is actually revealed on a hair mineral analysis. So if you have high copper, and the reason that people can have high copper and can have copper toxicity can be due to various reasons. For example, Uh, Women taking uh, birth control pills can increase estrogen and copper. If you're consuming a high copper diet, that can cause copper toxicity. And also, if you have a zinc deficiency, that can be associated with high copper And also adrenal weakness. Our adrenal glands are very important because they're involved with energy production, the adrenal glands and the thyroid. So having weak adrenal activity can be associated with high copper and mineral and vitamin deficiencies and more. And also... I would say, and I would say those are the, the main uh, deficiencies on a hair mineral analysis. Again, that's the high calcium-magnesium ratio, the low magnesium level, high sodium-potassium ratio, and the high sodium-magnesium ratio. Okay, so also I just wanted to say in regards to the high sodium-potassium ratio, Magnesium deficiency is related to this high sodium-potassium ratio. This is the stress ratio due to intense stress, okay? And magnesium is lost from the cells when you have a high sodium-potassium ratio. So the higher your sodium-potassium ratio is, the faster the magnesium burn rate becomes. And the more severe your magnesium deficiency is. So if you have a high sodium-potassium ratio on your hair test, what is needed is, you know, you need to reduce stress. That's important. But also nutrients can be important to balance that sodium-potassium ratio out, okay, including magnesium and 
other nutrients, okay, whether it's uh, potassium and other nutrients. So I just want to emphasize, I'm so glad we talked about magnesium today because minerals are the spark plugs of life. And our minerals need to stay in balance or we can end up with health issues. So it's important that we eat healthy and we live a healthy lifestyle. And I just want to say to you with magnesium, it's an anti-stress mineral. And sodium is considered a stress mineral. Okay, so I hope everyone enjoyed today's episode. And my plan is to have health and wellness experts on my show. I want to get the best of the best on my show. And we'll cover various health and wellness topics. And then my plan is to go over hair mineral analysis once a month, since that is in my background. And I feel it's a very important test. And also, I'd like to have uh, celebrities on my show that are passionate about health and wellness. And I want to say next week will be very exciting. I will be going down to the studio in Phoenix, Arizona, Voice America's studio. I will be there live. And I will have a well-known guest on my show. Erin Elizabeth of healthnutnews.com. And she's well known. She has a very popular website in uh, natural health. And she has been covering the deaths of the many holistic doctors. She's been covering these deaths. She's a very brave woman. And I appreciate what she's doing. She truly cares about people and to, you know, to get the uh, word out. And so I'll be talking to her about the deaths next week. And then what can we do to stop this? This needs to be stopped. What, what can we do? So I'll be live. I'll also have this on Facebook Live. So you can watch the show on Facebook as well. This will be on KFNX on Sunday from 8 to 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time and also Voice America Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. So make sure you tune in next week. And if you have any questions for me or you have comments or you have suggestions for topics, um, let's say health and wellness topics that you want me to cover For future shows, please reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. And my email is Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. And I appreciate you uh, listening to my show each week. And I wish all of you... Many blessings, and please tune in next week. Take care. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week. 